Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome in to the Best Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Sitting next to me is Aaron. How are we doing? Uh, Peachy Keen. <laughs> uh, you know, growing up, uh, I'm probably not the only one, but I always thought it was Peachy King. Say it, yeah, same. Yeah. Peachy I did, King. I did too. But you know, you're doing so well. Like, you know, you had Princess Peach. So Peachy King just made sense. Uh, I was listening to a, a recent episode of the Office Ladies podcast, going through different episodes of the uh, Office, and they were talking about the episode where Michael Scott uh, gets lost walking around the city, and at one point, they were both laughing because they didn't realize what he had said at the time until they went back and watched it, but he talked about how getting lost that day was actually uh, a blessing in disguise. Really? But... He said, uh, he looked up and it was a blessing in the skies. And that's what he thought. The, he thought the phrase was blessing in the skies. Uh, that's good. Uh, I mean, I could see where somebody, yeah. you know, like, oh, that's a, that's a blessing in the skies. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. we got a good show for you today. Um, listen, you know, we don't do this very often, but if, if this is your first time watching or listening to the show uh welcome we're glad you're here uh we are just two average guys some would say maybe above average yeah uh depending on the category (laughs) some would say below average uh we just we just talk about stuff rando things every episode is an adventure it's a different thing and uh at the end of the episode uh we bracket it out you know it's march madness is almost upon us and tis it is. We don't just bracket. Everybody's going to be bracketing stuff this yeah. month and next month. There's a lot of people on the internet that kind of steal our ideas. Yeah, we do this all year long. So twenty four seven three six. Well, okay, that's not true, but we we bracket everything. And so uh, you'll hear that at the end of the show. Also, we're also listening to your feedback. Uh, so we got lots of stuff to get into. Uh, today's episode, though, is it's almost a part two of an episode we did last year. Yeah, because we did uh, just food Food mascots in general. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we talked about like the Jelly Green Giant and cereal mascots and stuff like that. They're great. And we we had we had said then that there were there were too many fast food mascots to also lump in with that, so we made it its own episode. Yeah, and said uh, we would circle back, and we have circled. (laughs) We have circled. There was a few zigs and zags along the way. (laughs) Yes, but the long awaited. We are here. Here Returns at last. It, yeah. uh, so we're going to get into it. Uh, there's there's several. Uh, some you know of. Some you may not know of. Some we're gonna, we may remind you about. Because I know as I was looking, there was some that I had forgotten about. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Completely had forgotten about. Are they even good then if we've forgotten about them? That's, that's a great debate. Because this is the best. That's true. I would argue that they... They mascot they are good, but I don't know if they're the best if they are, can't stand the, the test of time. Are they even important? Are fast food mascots, uh, just mascots in gen- general, 
Do they actually do the job that these brands want them to do? They did. I think when they originated, you know, a lot of these came about in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Like people didn't know things back then. Yeah. (laughs) There was no internet. No. There there was no, you relied. It was still fairly, you know. You relied on those commercials. You relied on the branding. Do you need a mascot to remind you that McDonald's exists today? And I think that's why you don't see them very much anymore. I mean, a lot of these on this list are not part of the branding and the marketing package and the PR anymore. And and I think we had this conversation uh, earlier this week or something, but about the like Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, is it still worth it to these companies? Why are that's they spending point. so much money? On commercials, especially the ones who like release them like That's eight hours, t- 12 hours in advance. Dumbest the day thing to me. Dumbest thing to me in the world. Like if you're going to do that, just do it. And why spend millions yeah. of dollars? Yeah, I, I don't get it. Because you're going to get all the social media buzz anyway. Yeah. But I, the question I was going to get to was, did I ask you when the last time um, a commercial sent you to buy a certain product i think you did yeah, I, I feel like i did too i don't remember if we were talked about it on the air or not so no. if you're listening and this is repetitive we're deal, deal with it getful yeah uh I, honestly i don't i don't remember i mean i'm trying to think back to to what was the you know unless it's a fast food a new fast food item that i didn't know about you know it's the commercial itself the commercial is not doing it for me it's just Letting me know but, there's something there, right? So, uh, what what was the uh, the Breaking Bad commercial pop popcorners popcorners? So I had a friend that told me that that commercial sent him to buy those. Really, I would say the last thing that I can think of was when I saw a uh, an ad for Taco Bell's crispy melt taco. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to go try one of but those. But is that the commercial enticing you, or is it just an announcement? Uh, I mean, had there been, like, had you seen it on social media first and just a, a graphic that said, this this is back, wouldn't that have done just the same thing? It, it might have. Like, I think about the McRib. I don't need a commercial with really creative writing and stuff like that to tell me the McRib is back. Just tell me the McRib is back, and I'll go get one. So... Could one of these companies run a commercial and instead of having uh, a mascot or actors or whatever, could they just put a blank screen on the side uh, on the commercial and just say the McRib is back? That would do it. I really do believe that would do it. <laughs> just, I mean, number one, something like the McRib as ubiquitous as that, that everybody knows about. You, you don't have to, you don't have to work, try too hard with that. No. I mean, people know what the McRib is. They know what it looks like. Most people know what it tastes like. You're not trying to get new people to discover the McRib, but with like the uh, the Taco Bell crispy belt taco, one of the one of the selling points to me, I think, in the commercial, it mentioned that it was a fresh crispy fried yeah. shell. I don't know that in a just a social media ad that I would have seen that. And then you've got all the the ooey gooey cheese. Maybe not. Know. I feel like. But that there's no mascot involved, though. And I think going back to our original point, I think the age of mascots is, is dead, if not dying. And honestly, you know, we could take this a step further and do like other commercial mascots because there's a lot of insurance companies that have mascots yes. that we could talk about, too. Yes. Uh, so this this may be a trilogy. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you I, I feel like I see those mascots and characters 
more than I do these fast food, food ones. Mascots. Yeah. And how much of it is something that we've talked about off air, and that is that we don't watch a lot of commercials anymore. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The sporting it, events is like the one time that it that we see commercials. And boy, they let you they let you have them, don't they? <laughs> I saw a post the other day that says people are trying to shorten all these sporting events. They're, they're going too long. Football, a college football game shouldn't be f- over four hours. College baseball game shouldn't be that long. Basketball shouldn't be two and a half hours. And then they gave stats on how often they take commercial breaks. <laughs> like first down, commercial. <laughs> Coin flip, commercial. <laughs> Touchdown, commercial. Like it is a little over the top on how many commercials. Get it? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Okay. We got mascots to talk about. And so uh, let's dive into it right now. Before we can figure out the best thing, we have to talk about all the things. It's time for The Thing About the Things. Okie dokie. We are talking all things mascots. There's lots of them out there. Uh, This was... Technically, your pick, Mr. Brooks. Would you like to start, or would uh, you like to defer? The, I will defer to the second half. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to get the big ones out of the way then. Okay. Or, or a big restaurant out of the way. Okay. Because there is a suite of mascots. Yeah. That I, one McDonald's corporation I had has. a feeling that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Um, a lot of mascots, but do uh, you have a rundown of their mascots? I do. I've got it right here. Uh, I've got, I, by my count, I've got one, two, three, four, five. Um, so you want me? I'll just run down. We yeah, can, we can banter and talk. Let, let's. We want to save uh, the the head coach, the captain of the team for last, sure. or we get him out of the way. No, no. Lead it, lead in between. Okay. Um, real quick, I just got to mention that this is one I didn't have a lot of stuff on, but I remember as a kid. The Fry Guys. Do you remember the Fry Guys? I don't remember the Fry Guys. Um, I think it's it's on that picture you're looking at. I think it's those little pom-pom looking on things. On skates? Yeah. I okay. could be wrong, though. But I just I saw an honorable mention on one of my lists. that says Fry Guys, and that's what I thought of because I remembered those as well. Although there's other... I, I don't... There's I, people... They're calling it the extended MCDCU. <laughs> That's funny. I, yeah, I I do remember the girl there, but I didn't have her on my list. Yeah. So there there are more than just these five that I have. Then uh, and this, you have the pirate. I, I guy? don't. I do not remember the pirate. I don't remember the pirate either. I I don't remember the the, the other four that I have uh, that I I have content on that I remember from my childhood is uh, Mayor McCheese. Is he on there on that list? I did not see him. Okay, we have conflicting lists, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news: Unless is it is it back here that he may have? Yeah, and I think that that dude right there, the real life person. Okay, that he may have had some part to play in that. He may have been the original one or the replacement at some point. Mayor McCheese. I remember Mayor McCheese uh, being in the play place as a kid. Yes. So you saw, you know, you could ride all those different things. And I remember that face uh, in the play place. Uh, <laughs> and so many of these things. If you're listening to this, we're, uh, listen, I don't do that hardcore video editing. So I don't, 
I don't have the time or yeah. the 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 want to to put the graphics up here and show you on the video. You just need to Google them. But you need to go just while you're listening to this or while if you're watching McDonald's it, open up land. another tab and just Google uh, retro old school McDonald's mascots, McDonald Land, all that kind of stuff. It's it's man, it'll send you down a trip down memory lane. I don't know that I remembered his name was Mayor McCheese. Yeah, he had a. If you're having a hard time remembering, if you're driving or something. It is a basically a humanoid body, but the head is this giant. Looks like styrofoam or plastic. Uh, it is a it's a single cheeseburger with uh, two eyes, a nose, a hat. The mouth is the patty with cheese coming out. Is it, it's kind of terrifying? I'm not gonna lie. Is it just me or does this one's a double? Oh, well, that's the police officer. Oh, oh, that is, yeah. Okay. I, I don't I'm know what the wrong. police officer's name was. Is o- it Officer just me, Mich- or do both of them, they look terrified or yeah. sad? Yeah. Yeah, they definitely look. This is obviously something from the 70s uh, where people were on a trip of some kind. Like, somebody had a dream uh, when they were coming. They're working on the McDonald's PR for the next year, and Mayor McCheese definitely came to them in a dream. He appeared from 1971 to 2008. 2008? According to McDonald's own website. I didn't realize he went that long. Wow. And then there was Officer Big Mac. Okay. From 1970 to 2008. Man. Captain Crook, 1970 to 2008. Apparently 2008 is when I guess all that's when of they retired them. retired. Wow. Well, some of them. Some of them kicked the uh, old fry bucket a little early. <laughs> The next one I want to talk about, probably aside from uh, Ronald McDonald, the most fam- famous one. Yeah. Grimace. No. No? Uh-uh. You don't think? Mm-mm. No, sir. You think it's the Hamburglar? It's the Hamburglar. He was my favorite, but I figured, I think Grimace may be more popular. I think more people you, know of Grimace. What is it? It's a, it's a purple blob. It is a purple blob. Uh, he was introduced as an evil Grimace. With two sets of arms, so that this must be when they brought back the adult Happy Meals. This must be a nod back to those, because he had two sets of arms who was always trying to steal milkshakes away from kids. Uh, however, because uh, the marketing team wised up, I guess a little bit. Apparently, he turned into a lovable character who really just loved milkshakes, uh, which makes more sense. I just feel like Gr- Grimace, just because he is so unique. I feel like he might be more no recognizable. No. You don't think so? No. He's an indescript blob. <laughs> uh, a nondescript blob. Uh, like like the Stanford Cardinal tree <laughs> is what he reminds me of. A purple Stanford <laughs> Cardinal tree. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Th- this guy. Okay, he, let's, let's talk about the Hamburglar then. Yeah. He was definitely my favorite. I had a... a I'm guessing it came in a Happy Meal. I had a, a rubber toy figurine of him growing up. Uh, he first appeared in 1971, uh, underwent several redesigns over the years, and like Grimace, he was originally uh, kind of evil, naughty, uh, and turned into a nice person, gave up his life of crime. This this article says he gave up his life of crime and is now a family man. We know nothing about his family, but he's a family man apparently. He appeared in a commercial with Cedric the Entertainer, and the very last commercial to feature the Hamburglar, he was uh, on camera with Venus and Serena Williams. Really? Yeah. 
What year was that? Does it say? It does not say. Probably 2008. But it, it says in the 2000s, McDonald's experimented with the possibility of animating the characters to improve ratings. The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. I would not be surprised even a little bit if they brought all these characters back. Could could they have a streaming show on the mm. Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald? Interesting. I probably not, but you know, a lot of these characters still you know show up on. Well, maybe not anymore, but they got relegated. You know, they they were prime time, like they were just the mascots for the company, and then they slowly got relegated, like kids menus. You know, the the adults didn't matter anymore. They went to kids menus, Happy Meals, toys, and marketing for that. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me to see them maybe bringing them back in some capacity for kids, but I don't see them ever becoming the face of the company again, being on ad, uh, on TV commercials and stuff like that. It says there was an inner conflict at McDonald's as to whether uh, they would continue using these characters or if they would elevate the I'm loving it campaign. Mm. And obviously we know which one I'm loving it, uh, which by the way, wasn't that that jingle made by Justin Timberlake? I feel like I remember that at some point, that Justin Timberlake uh, wrote that jingle. I don't know. This which, does not include that. Which, you know, did not take a lot of brain power to come up with. Ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. <laughs> ba-da-da, da-da. Uh, okay, let's talk about the big man. Yeah, the, the king of it. Uh, Ronald McDonald. Uh, okay, fact of the podcast. Oh, okay. I was waiting for this. You randomly yelled this out. I did. When we were doing our research, I, ran, I, I yelled this out. Do you know? First off, you may be looking at it right now. I can already already know uh, when it was created. When the man himself came to be, uh, I'm assuming it is on this. I have not actually read that yet. Okay, but I'm going to say he predates the rest of the McDonald's uh, crew. Okay, so if those were 1970, I'm going to say 1965. You are two years off. 1963. Oh, okay, two right. years earlier. Created by. Willard Scott. Wait. Entertainer and weatherman. What? For WRC-TV, Washington, D.C. Hang on. Yes. According to this, he was first portrayed by Willard Scott, who yes. also played Bozo the Clown and various other actors Had over no the year. What? idea. This is brand new information to me, and to me, so far, fact of the podcast. Willard Scott. Rest in peace. He, he was he the died, first. Didn't he? Yeah, uh, September fourth, twenty twenty one. You know, Smucker's Jelly, hundred uh, year old. You know, he did that. Oh, on I the did. Today Show for a long time. Uh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was the. Uh, he he, everybody who turned a hundred and submitted their information, he did it on the Today Show for years. Smucker's Jelly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Willard Scott. No, that is incredible podcast. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, first appearance uh, was a walk-around character in 1963, World, Chicago's World Fair, and uh, is credited by some as the world's first costumed mascot. So, really interesting. I mean, you talk about an iconic character who we've talked about on the show before. Like, McDonald's has essentially discontinued him from marketing, retired him, because people find clowns creepy okay. now. Okay. <laughs> I, I do not understand that. Why? 
clowns are supposed to be fun, and they're like something kids are supposed they're, to like. So they're why supposed are clowns, to be, but like this freaky thing now. I don't know. I, I don't know when the the clown hate really first started. I don't know if it was because of it and Pennywise. I don't know if that really started it. But clowns are are have just become this creepy thing, and I think it's just because of the whole you know. Horror movies like to do a good job of taking something that looks wholesome and making it creepy. We need to take it back. I mean, clowns are cool. Are they though? They are. I, I don't. I, th- I I always enjoyed clowns when I was a kid. I've never once been terrified of a clown. Really? Yeah. I always thought Ronald McDonald's was awesome, and I still think he's awesome. I I don't know that I would call him awesome. I, I don't. I've never been afraid of clowns, but I, I never got the appeal of clowns either. But then again, I'm a robot inside, so it's kind of hard for me. To, uh, clowns to are just feel fun. emotion. <laughs> they, they've got to be somewhat of a take off of uh, mimes. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a mime. He does there. absolutely look like a mime. The, clowns are cool. Okay, let's take back clowns. We're gonna make some merch <laughs> with Aaron's face and two thumbs up, like. <laughs> Take back clowns. Like, did, did you watch Bozo? I did. Bozo was cool. Yeah. Arkansas. Uh, Gary. Uh, connection there. Yeah. It originated in Arkansas. I'm pretty it? sure he did. We can do a best uh, best of clowns episode. I think we should. All right. Who else we got? We, we got anything else with McDonald's or we move on from McDonald's? Uh, I have nothing else to okay. say about them except it's, uh, I, w- I would say the Hamburglar and uh, good old Ron. Yeah. Top of the list there. I would put the Hamburglar above Ronald. Hmm. I know you'll disagree. Who else you got? Uh, I want to talk about Arby's Oven Mitt. Yes. This is one I forgot about. Okay. there's This was in the early 2000s, and he only lasted two years. Yeah, you, you know he was... He is very popular and loved if only after two years we still kind of remember him and now granted i said i forgot him but when i saw him i immediately remember i like that guy let me i just want to play you one of his commercials okay because i think this one was it's going to be loud though so you may want to okay yeah Ah, I love the smell of this new sandwich. How is it you can smell when you don't have a nose? <laughs> what do you mean i don't have a what where did it go oh! <laughs> Wait for it. There's this weird silence. There's weird silence. I don't know if they just took out. Nice nose, oven mitt. Thanks. But how do the glasses stay on if you don't have any ears? What? I don't have any. Whoa! I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I liked Arby's oven mitt. Yeah, he was funny. He was funny. The the problem was they introduced him in 2003, I believe. In okay. 2005, they 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 killed him. Um, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, like, stop it on this oven mitt. So their goal was they wanted to show themselves as being better than just your traditional fast food. And sometimes I wonder if all this market research actually pays off or Mm. not. But the market research said you need to convince people that you're making food homemade and all this kind of stuff. And so the oven mitt represents that you're roasting fresh beef in the kitchen and it's going to entice people to come in and eat that. Mm. Now, I don't know if there's any truth 
to using this oven mitt is going to cost. I've never once watched no. that and thought that. No. No, it was now, just entertaining. Executives somewhere get paid a lot of money to convince companies of things like this. Here, here's the thing with Arby's. I always thought that logo was a cowboy hat. I always thought the Arby's logo was a cowboy hat. A 10-gallon hat. Yes. Right. Like, that's what you. That's what I always thought of. I never once thought of it was an oven mitt. I thought it was a cowboy hat. And it is. It is. So, I mean, what's the... The oven mitt was just this kitchen utensil that's going to say, oh, this is something you use in the kitchen when you're, when you're putting lots of love and effort into making a roast beef. This is, you know, I worked in marketing. We've both worked in marketing for a long time. And I can apps, I can picture if you close your eyes and just let your imagination go there, you can see exactly how this marketing pitch went for them. Yeah. This was a marketing agency going over the top to try to explain some deep connection. And the product was really good. Like he was witty and, and funny, but the subliminal message that they were going for, I don't think is actually what hit. Yeah. Just completely over like and that probably ended up being the demise. They probably realized, okay, this isn't doing what we wanted it to do. Well, you pitched the wrong thing. Right. You should have just made it a lovable character that people could connect with and go from there. I mean, at the end of the day, all these fast food places are fast food places. There's no need to over and then especially if you're gonna use a mascot, like this is not fine dining. This is not it's fast food. Like let's let's have fun with it. Bring fun back in fast food. Yes. And they hired Tom Arnold as the voice of Oven Man. Oh, okay. You remember Tom Arnold? Yeah. Um, Roseanne. Roseanne Barr's yeah. ex-husband. Yep. And he did a he did a sports show for a while. Yeah. Um, but in 2004, they launched this plan to raise national awareness of Oven Mitt. And so they started selling oven mitts uh, for $1.99 and encouraged people to take funny and amusing vacation-style photos with their oven mitt. Oh, my gosh. Now, this was in 2004. So Man, they just missed the social media They train. weren't going to be... Where were they going to put these photos? <laughs> that's, that's great, like, if you take this photo point. with this oven mitt, you're going to be like the commercial, also, you know, where, like, where the girl has the... the She's actually putting photos on her wall? Yeah, because this is before iPhone. Like you got to get a camera out. There's no, yeah. You you literally had to do that. You had to oh take this gosh. picture. It was not an easy. That thing. is an intentional ad campaign. Go now, get your Kodak. If it was 2012, yeah, and they're like, I think it would have worked. Yeah, they could have hit social media with those. Oh, photos. absolutely. Yeah, maybe Evan Mitt's still around, but so they finally discontinued it, and they uh, they went with the tagline of "I'm thinking Arby's." You remember that one? I don't even remember that one. I remember that one. I just remember we have the meats. Then now it's we have yeah, the meats. Bing Rames, yeah. Yeah. Uh but which is a good ad campaign. It, it that, is, but there's no mascot. This no, kind of no goes mascot. back to yeah. We have the meats or even the I'm thinking Arby's or I'm loving it. Yeah. Subway eat fresh. Yep. There's no mascots there's, involved in any of these. You're anymore. trying to create something that becomes an earworm in your head, something you can remember and jingle to. Uh but the mascot, yeah, it's dying. Or it's already dead. Right. I mean, I'm looking at this list, and there's only a couple of these that I think have... Are relevant? Yeah. Exactly. That are still being used today. One of them that is being used is the Chick-fil-A cows. Yes. Okay, those are actually still being used in marketing as well. Uh, and I think they do a great job with their marketing. Uh, yeah. Be because, again, you see them on... on 
on football games. Yes. And even basketball games and stuff like that. They just have the cow that pops up and, and smashes. Smash something on yeah. the TV, hold up a sign. Um, so if you're unfamiliar, Chick-fil-A has these cows because the, the, the cows usually wear like the sandwich boards. They're holding up a poster that says, eat more chicken. Basically, don't eat us. We, we are, they we are protesting. Yes, they're protesting. We have feelings. Don't eat us. Eat more chicken instead, and it's poorly spelled because they're cows. They're cows. <laughs> that that was smart marketing on their their part. Yeah. Um, but did you know in their commercials there are multiple real life trained cows that they used? Their names were Freedom, Molly, Freckles, and Cat. What did they do with them? They were the cows they used in the in the commercials. I don't remember live cows. Yeah, yeah, I do remember yeah. live cows yeah. being in there. Live cows. I forgot about that. Those are the ones they did, and then they modeled the rest of their their you know the CGIs and stuff like that on those cows. Because um, I'm looking at a baseball stadium there. Some baseball stadium I've been to, Chick Fil A sponsors the foul poles F O W L, and they've got big signs oh, on the that's foul great. poles. Can we? Can I tell who that is? I want to say I've seen it. I, I don't remember if it's the Rangers uh, or... It looks like the Braves. Okay. There may be other places that have it. I'm sure that they He's wearing do. a Braves hat. I mean, I would and think... Chick-fil-A. It's I would Atlanta. think Chick-fil-A yeah. is sponsoring a lot of Braves stuff. Yeah. They've got to. Uh, Chick-fil-A has a uh, a whole thing, a concession stand, I guess, a restaurant at Mercedes-Benz. Yes. Uh, Superdome in Atlanta. But they are not open for Falcons games on Sundays. No, they're not. Which is just bizarre to me that they, they'll, they'll as a company they have remained committed to yeah, their man. uh and they would make bank in that place on a sunday i mean as a as a company they're already yeah one of the most oh one of the most i mean they're right up there with mcdonald's yeah with or ahead like, of mcdonald's in some years a fifth of the stores yeah and are making way more money on six days compared to seven right um but you have you have go ahead sorry the thing that i like about chick-fil-a is they still have they have done a wonderful job with their mascot because they have their customer appreciation day or whatever they call dress it. Dress like a cow day. You dress like a cow. That's where I was going next. Yeah, and so they've got us dressing as their yeah. mascot. They have done. And it seems like we always dote on Chick Fil A, but Chick Fil A just does things well. Yeah, and this is one of the things they're they're incorporating us into their marketing strategy, and it's it, so it's just like the oven mitt thing. They're getting people to post pictures online. Exactly. I mean, they nailed what Arby's was trying yeah. to do. Arby's, bring dec- it back. You know, a decade. Exactly. <laughs> bring it back, man. We need to go to Arby's we and do. pitch this. Absolutely. Hey, Arby's, we know you're. Li- we're going to tag you in this TikTok Slide right in now. our DMs. Yeah. Uh, bring them back the oven mitt. Make it a social media campaign. We will be your faces for it. We volunteer as tribute. We will wear the oven mitt on the entire episode. I've been told I look like roast beef. <laughs> Just sponsor us, Arby's. Come yeah. on. Uh, yeah, so Chick-fil-A, great job. The cows, I mean, ubiquitous. You see them everywhere. You instantly know. Uh, they're definitely going to be a contender, I think, in the bracket. Who else you got? Uh, can we hit a few of the pizza mascots? Absolutely. Just kind of quickly. Yeah. Do you have a favorite pizza mascot? I don't know a lot of the of the pizza mascots. Um I see the one on your screen, and that's probably the most famous, I would think. Yeah, Little Caesar. Uh, yeah. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. And I feel like looking at their, uh, since 1971, the, they've only had three yeah, iterations. 1971 was a, a year for mascots. <laughs> like the 70s hit, and everybody's like, you know, what should we do? You know, how do I, like, mascots. Yeah. 
I don't know. Was there a convention somewhere? <laughs> was there one guy who, was, so. who was promoting to restaurant individuals? Be like, let me give you the five secrets to yeah. building a chain restaurant. Number one, mascot. Mascot. You got to have a mascot. Uh, uh, so 59 to 71, they had no mascot in their logo. Right. But then 71 to present, it's pretty much unchanged. Yeah. They just kind of rearrange things. Yeah. But you have Caesar. Yeah. I mean, it's an actual person. <laughs> yeah, like historical, yeah. right? This is a this is, not, but his a uh, little charming pizza, 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 pizza. Yeah, I, I like Little Caesar. I do too. And you have said, I think, on this very podcast that Little Caesars is underrated. I think Little Caesars does get a lot of hate because of their what used to be. I don't know what the price is now. Yeah, I think I, it, I think it's gone up. I think it's like um, seven fifty hot and ready now. Yeah, I'm. Not, at five bucks, it was like okay. If I needed to feed a bunch of yeah, kids, five or something, bucks was a great deal for youth groups and parties. Seven fifty. Yeah. Now I'm like, ah, this is. I might get a better pizza somewhere else for an extra buck or so. Maybe, but those prices are going up also. <laughs> they are, yeah, <laughs> they're across, they're just following <laughs> across the board. Uh, but they're stuff that is not hot and ready, like made to order. You you um, call. Yeah. <laughs> who call who calls anymore? <laughs> you order on the app. I don't know the last time I called Little Caesars to order something. Uh but you get the you get something made fresh to order. It's it's a significantly better pizza and I I mean, it's arguably one of the better pizzas among the national Little chains. Caesars is it when it's when that hot and ready is in fact hot. Yeah, when you get a good one. Oh man, that it, it is. is really good. It is. They've got great ingredients. I like their cheese. Uh, they do have good cheese. They when you get a really good, a hot one, it it reminds me of the Ninja Turtle pizza. Yes, like when you yes. get a good one, it reminds me of that. You betcha. Uh, but yeah, I mean the the pizza pizza, they don't have to try too hard with that mascot. Just pop no. him up at the end of the episode. I don't. I'm sure back in the day, I don't remember, but I'm sure he was a little bit more interactive in some commercials and animated. But I always just remember him popping up at the end. You know, he he will he'll lift that spear up and the pizza kind of falls back down and. Pizza, pizza. That's all. That's all she wrote. What about Domino's with the Noid? I, I saw this on some lists. Yeah, and it was taking me a, a while to try to remember the Noid. So the Noid came back or started in, in the year I was born. Tells you how long ago it was. Nineteen eighty six. Uh, so thirty seven years ago, and he uh, he was part of their. You know, Domino's. Uh, I just listened to a, a Business Wars episode or series about Domino's versus uh, Pizza Hut. Uh, Domino's was struggling. They were falling behind. They were trying to find their place. And they came out with a, you know, we'll deliver it in 30 minutes or less campaign. And so they, they guaranteed, right. we will give you, we will deliver your pizza in 30 minutes or less or it's free. And so they came out with this mascot called the Noid uh, that was basically, it was kind of like trying to, try to, to, uh, distract or prevent dominoes from getting there in 30 minutes. Uh, so it was just, if you're having a hard time remembering what it looks like, it's a, it's a very humanoid type person, uh, character wearing like a red, uh, leotard skin suit with just his uh, mouth exposed, long, weird ears, very like hyperactive and over the top, uh, They've kind of started to bring him back in different capacities over the last year or so. I remember seeing a commercial with him uh, last year. Yeah, this says he came back in 2016. Oh, really? That early? I, I don't remember. 
I don't remember seeing him. I just remembered him last year. He, he was part of some game. Uh, they brought, they made a game out of it or did something on their app as well. So, okay. Do you remember Pizza Head for Pizza Hut? I do not. I don't, I don't either. It was kind of freaky looking. Did you see it? <laughs> oh my God. Where did it, where did it go? That's freaky also. Uh, audio medium, but uh, go look up the Pizza Hut. Uh, Pizza Head. The Pizza Head show on YouTube. This was on from 93 to 97. Okay, wait. The Pizza Head actually may look a little bit familiar. Does, does his mouth move at some point? The 90s were, re- yeah. Okay, the 90s were really, I don't remember the, the cutter, but I do remember the Pizza Head a little bit. It was really creepy. It was really weird, if I remember right. But you know, pizza places really don't have a lot of mascot. I guess you would you call it Papa John a mascot? No, I like Shaq is their mascot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like pizza needs a mascot to make you want to eat pizza. Yeah, it's good enough. Everybody loves pizza. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but we had another one. I think you have. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, one Mr. Charles E. Cheese. Um, just. When I'm thinking through things, like if you're going to pitch somebody an idea of, let me give you a mascot. Let's have a let's have a rat represent your food chain. I just, it's just what? That's a great point. Really? Uh, do you know what the E in Chuck E. Cheese stands for? Uh, uh, Chuck E. Is it an actual word? It is a word. Is it a name? Well, I mean, it's a word. It's a word. I'm not pulling a Ulysses S. Grant like you did on me last week. But it, it's not like somebody's actual name. It's not a proper name. Uh. No. Okay. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck. Chuck. Chuck Every Cheese? Uh, the E stands for entertainment. Yes. yes. Chuck Entertainment Cheese. Uh, the character was created by Nolan Bushnell, who uh, was also... Uh, this is probably the second fact of the podcast. Right. Okay. All uh, right. Nolan Bushnell was also the founder of Atari. Created the character for Chuck E. Cheese. Whoa. I know. All this crossover. Uh, The first restaurant opened in 1977 was called Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater, but is now just Chuck E. Cheese. And they went through a rebranding process, you know, several years ago and modernized the mouse and all that kind of stuff. I think they did away with the animatronic band, too. Yeah. If I remember right. Uh, This is a chain that has struggled. Yeah. You ever watch the, like, the Company Man videos on YouTube, yeah, it's like yeah, the rise yeah. and fall mm-hmm. and rise again. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese has had a lot of turmoil and issues. Did you go to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid? Uh, once or twice. Yeah. Do you? I sent you a picture a couple of weeks ago, a month or so ago, uh, of a restaurant review here in the state where somebody went to Chuck E. Cheese. Do you remember the wings that I sent you? Yes. This couple, went. Yeah. To, they, they went to take their kids to Chuck E. Cheese and they decided to eat dinner there. They ordered... 12 wings, 14 wings, 16 wings, something like that. A salad and two drinks. I wish that I... I wonder if I can... Keep, yeah, maybe keep talking. Find Let me it. see if I can find it. The cost to go eat at Chuck E. Cheese just absolutely blew me away that anybody would spend this much money to go eat at this restaurant. And for what the... It, they didn't even order their, pizza. Their pizza's not good. Like, the food there is not good. Uh, it was... 
over $60, I want to say, that these people had spent. There it is. Yeah. Went to Chuck E. Cheese on Tuesday night, got the large wings, 15, with bone-in, $38.99. For 15 wings. For 15 wings. Salad bar for two was twenty one ninety eight plus drink cl- cups because they were out of water cups. <laughs> now that that's that's insult to injury. Like you wanted right. water, yeah, exactly. And they're like, well, we're we're, we're out of water cups, so you have to pay for. Which drinks. I'm going to be honest, you, you don't probably don't want the water at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> There's a reason. Okay, so but the picture they give here also these wings are not like just big, <laughs> great looking wings. Like they're uh, wimpy little. You warmed them up from frozen looking wings on this platter on a pizza platter so it looks even less like less food it so, is just unbelievable so their total was uh i don't see their total here well we know 39 and 20 i mean you're talking yeah plus drinks you're talking is they probably spent at over least 60 dollars yeah at least 65 dollars all for they, 15 wings and a couple salads yeah and they say all i can say is the kid the kids enjoyed the games. You know what I would have done? I'd have been like, kids, we're going to the steakhouse tonight. I would have just let the... I guess you have... Do you have to order food to play there? I didn't think that you did. I but I mean, I, I haven't remember. been to a Chuck E. Cheese in decades. Yeah. But if that's what it costs to go to Chuck E. Cheese, guess who ain't going to Chuck E. Cheese? Exactly right. Our kids will never go to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, y'all getting a Totino's pizza, <laughs> and uh, yeah. then we'll go play some games in the yard. Exactly. Uh, we'll go to Dave & Buster's. We'll, we'll eat some good food. Yes. Uh, we'll go to Draft House Theater or something. You know, go watch a movie and eat some good food. That makes me miss a place called Playtime Pizza. Playtime Pizza was great, and they had a they I had a wonderful mascot, Pizza. Yeah, Pizza. Yeah, yeah. he was a. It was it Professor Pizza that rings a bell, but I don't know if that was yeah that was true or not. But it was a significantly better version oh, of Chuck E. Cheese. Absolutely, we the used pizza to take our... was. Yeah, I mean, those kinds of pizza places are not, again, it's not going to be gourmet food, and it doesn't need to be priced like it, according no. to, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese is trying to be. But like, for what it was, it was decent pizza. Yeah. And you had a lot of fun. You're there for the entertainment. They had go-karts. I don't go-karts. know if that was a national chain or if it was feel, just in Little Rock. No, but. they had a few chains, I Did think. they? Uh, but they had indoor go-karts. They had laser tag. Laser, they had yeah. uh, lots of arcade games. Golf. Yeah. You they know. had uh, bumper cars. Yes, rock climbing wall. Yeah, they had everything. It was, it was great. awesome. It was awesome there. Uh, was that all the pizza? That's all the pizza ones that I had. Okay. Who else you got? You you got one or you want me to hit one? Yes. Uh, let's, let's talk about the Colonel. Yes, okay. Colonel Sanders. Harland or Harlan Sanders. You have a year that he was uh, written down? I do not. Okay. Not well, dang it. Let me see if I, I was out of here. I was going to pull that up. Here we go. I've got it. Okay. Uh. His story is amazing, by the way. Yes, because he's real. <laughs> yes, he is real. This isn't somebody pitching a rat to represent the company. Uh, 1890 is when Colonel Harlan David Sanders was born outside of Henryville, Indiana. Um, and he decided to uh, open a, a service station. Mm-hmm. And include a restaurant that served fried chicken and biscuits. Yeah. Apparently, like, you know, they, they were... the His road for a long time that his gas station was on was, like, the only road to a place. And eventually, they started... Uh, they built bypasses and stuff that went around him. And so, his chicken, though, became so good that people would take his road because Just, of the chicken. Yes. 
1935, Kentucky, they have this thing where the governor can bestow this honorary title right. of colonel on somebody. And so he was dubbed uh, Colonel Sanders uh, then. Yeah. He, uh, he would go around... Uh, once he realized he had something with his 11 herbs and spices, he would go around to different restaurants selling his recipe and the cooker. The cooker was the big part of it. So his pressure cooker, the pressure yes. cookers were not really a thing uh, for, for chicken like that at that point. So he would go around and he kind of custom made some pressure cookers and that's how he was able to, to get the thing going. And he really, he kind of hurt himself with his business model because, you know, he didn't really he franchised, but he kind of he had zero rights to the business, and so he was just selling off the recipe and the pressure cookers, and letting them call it Kentucky Fried Chicken, and so eventually he kind of he he really got bought out from the few restaurants he had and became a figurehead at one point. Yeah, uh, age seventy three, he sold the corporation to a group of Kentucky businessmen for two million dollars, and remained the face of the company. Uh, there's a couple of crazy stories about it. he got in like a gunfight <laughs> because the other gas station that was down the road was trying to steal his business, put up some kind of billboard or something like that. So he went out there with a shotgun and shot a guy. <laughs> uh, so you don't want to cross Colonel Sanders. You do not. Apparently there was also something after he became like this figurehead uh, when they were handing, there was some big convention or something that they were introducing something. He apparently made some rant from stage saying how much he did not like the direction the company was going. Okay, so we've talked about do mascots really work or not. So in 2010, KFC conducted a survey, and it showed that 6 in 10 Americans from ages 18 to 25 could not identify that as Colonel Sanders. Really? They didn't know his name. Wow, that's really surprising to me. It is to me. I thought. I mean, I feel like is you it, had to be living under a rock to not know that that is Colonel. But Sanders. is it because we grew up in the nineties, you know, and, the, and we, we we knew all this? Well, I don't know because in twenty ten we would have been in this age bracket. I guess that's true, right? Yeah, we would have been in that age bracket. We're millennials. That's so weird. Okay, so five in ten of these people didn't believe he was a real person. <laughs> Uh, I so I can see that they I mean, started saying we need to do a brand makeover to make and do you, they made Colonel Sanders famous again. They did. They really did. They brought they. I don't know if this is where you're going or not, but they did the commercials with a different person each time. Yes, <laughs> that was genius. Like from a marketing perspective, that was pure gold. Uh, they announced Norm McDonald. Yeah, was going to lead off as Colonel Sanders. And you never knew who was going to show up as Carl Sanders. Never knew. Let's see. Who else do you have? Uh, You had um, Jim Gaffigan. Yes. Oh, man, I forgot about him. He was was Colonel Sanders. I want to say Paul Rudd was one, but I could be wrong. It feels like something he would do. It was a great ad campaign. He starred in a new comic book from D.C. (laughs) called The Crisis of Infinite Colonels. Uh, so me, I I feel uh, Rob Riggle was a oh, colonel. Yeah. yeah, he was a good colonel. Pete Campbell from Mad Men. And let's see. Uh, and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Wow. I mean, look, Entertainment Weekly has every person who's played Colonel Sanders in a KFC ad. 18 celebs and spices 
They should have done with 11. Colonel Harlan Sanders was the first one. Daryl Hammond. Yes. He did a good job. Uh, you mentioned Norm McDonald, Jim Gaffigan, uh, George Hamilton. Forgot about him. <laughs> forgot. He was the extra crispy he was colonel. The extra crispy colonel. I <laughs> uh, forgot about that. Uh, Dolph uh, Ziegler. Don't know him. Rob Riggle. Vincent. Okay. I don't know don't who know that him. is. Billy Zane. Oh. Uh, Rob Lowe. Uh, Ray Liotta. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> Christopher Boyer. Reba McIntyre. Yes. I forgot about her doing it too. They, they got some ladies involved. Jason Alexander. I don't remember his colonel. Whoa. I don't. He kind of he kind of fits. He does. Make Jason Alexander the permanent colonel. <laughs> Sean Aston. I Whoa. do remember that because they did a tribute to Rudy there. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't even know who that is. Harper something. Uh, Robo Robocop. They <laughs> <laughs> had a Robo colonel. Uh, Craig Fleming. He kind of looks like him. Uh, Mario Lopez. I do remember that one. Yes. <laughs> he looked like uh, like a daytime soap opera. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I think out of uh, Chick-fil-A, they're one of the ones who are doing mascots that are still relevant today. Yeah. I think KFC. But has KFC done this in a while? Are they still doing it? Well, I again, I haven't seen a commercial for them in a long time. I think they are still doing are it. Are they? I think. Uh, I'm not positive. Again, I don't watch them either. <laughs> um, but... I think they at least made Colonel Sanders relevant. I, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think people should know who Colonel Sanders is. And it would make you want to go eat at KFC. Yeah. Now, once you went to KFC and <laughs> ate there, you would be greatly disappointed. Overpromise, <laughs> underdeliver is absolutely uh, what they did. Yeah, their commercials do a great job of making the chicken look good. And you get intrigued by this 11 herbs and spices. But, man, their chicken is not great. I think since Colonel Sanders himself passed away, that just the whole thing has gone down, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, we're going to have to speed up a little bit. Speaking of, of, of other real mascots, let's talk about Wendy Thomas from Wendy's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Talk, talk about it. You sounded like you had a beef. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the Where's beef? The beef? <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, Wendy Thomas is another real person. Uh, the, the company was named after one of Dave Thomas's five daughters, I think. Uh, and Wendy was the one that kind of sounded the best. Uh, Speaking of a connection there, did you know Dave Thomas worked at KFC? Yes. I remember reading that. And so he started thinking about opening his own fast food chain, and so he did. Uh, okay. Wendy underwent uh, a makeover. Really? Recently, right? I don't know. She doesn't look the same as, well, yeah. She don't look like that no more. Oh, that's that's true. You're right. That is an old one. Okay. I have I, I do have a beef with a new Wendy. Really? Let me let me pull it up. It's like a tire pigtail, right? Like it's squintier eyes, if I remember. Yeah, okay. Just Wendy's in general, uh, I think, has gotten worse. But <laughs> it bugs me because every time I look at this, all I can see is mom. Yeah, once that got pointed out. Did you, you seen that before? Yeah. yeah. I told Erica about yeah, the this collar the on Wendy. And she was like, Mom. And it took her, I mean, she stared at it for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, You don't see Mom anywhere? And she's like, Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, they also, you know, this, the, I think we all remember if you were, if you're our age, if you're in your 30s, chances are you remember going to Wendy's when the inside was yellow. And then it was red. <laughs> you remember the, the salad and chili bar? 
or the baked potato bar. They they had a whole super bar. Yeah. Uh, very nostalgic. That Wendy's was good. It was better than this Wendy's. You think? This one, yes. I never, I never have Wendy's for. I'll get it for breakfast, uh, but not for. I, I can't tell you the last time I actually had a burger or something from there. Now I used to, I used to love a Baconator though. When they first came out with those Baconators, man, those those were good. I think that it's arguable that it's the best burger. The Baconator. The Baconator. I know we talked about it in our burger yeah. episode, uh, but Yellow Wendy's was better than Red Wendy's. For sure. I liked it when they had the sunroom, the glass room. You go into Wendy's now, it's kind of like McDonald's and a lot of other places are getting. They're just too cold and sterile feeling. Yeah. Like, like you're, a lot of fast food is, for like sure. you're waiting in a surgery, you know, post-op room or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, just the, the it's not war- inviting. The warmth from a lot of these, these fast food places. Because you look at them all, KFC, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Arby's. Go down the list and... Look at pictures from the '90s and look at them from today, and there's part of me that likes the 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 modern aesthetic, but like it doesn't have the nostalgia. I mean, it's not supposed to have nostalgia. It'll have nostalgia for a generation twenty years from now, but uh, will it? <laughs> maybe not. Uh, but it definitely is not as inviting uh, as as the new ones. What else we got? Uh. Very quickly, I want to just throw in the Chihuahua from Taco Bell. Yes. That's one that, that they got rid of, and I always liked the uh, the Chihuahua. I would vote to bring the Chihuahua back. I, I 100% agree. I absolutely think they should. Uh, the name. Do you know the actual name of the dog? I do not. The name of the dog was Gidget. Oh, Gidget. Uh, first commercial was in 1997. Started more than 50 commercials before her death in July of 2009. Oh. Uh, so, you you know, obviously, she, I was about to say she didn't do the voice. <laughs> oh. da, da, da. Uh, but, yeah, you just remember the craziness of the commercial. Then, yo quiero. Cat- I can't do it. Man, that was going to be a great moment. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Uh, let's see. What else? Um Real quickly, I gotta talk. I just want to mention Happy Star. Who? Carl's oh, Jr. Carl's, the star. Yeah, with the is little that a wink. Uh, I guess you. I guess you could. It's it's got a face, right? It's got a little, little wink. Uh, what else we got here? What else do I have on my list? We haven't talked about the King yet. You no, want to talk about the King. I, I think we save him for for our last one to talk about. Okay. Uh, if there's anything, oh, the King and Jack. Yeah. Okay, we got those two left. Uh, the only other one that I had on my list to mention was uh, Siren from Starbucks. I know you care nothing about it. This is not a mascot. It, it is a. Ma- I mean, it's it's no. it's on the logo. It's their mascot. <laughs> to the day we die, me and Aaron will always debate about Starbucks. It's okay. He's a coffee hater. Okay, you have you have some others you want to run through nope. before we get into nope. the- those are my final two. Do we, do we want to label these two uh, our worst? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, right? I think it does. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the best things. These aren't the best things. These are the worst things. Okay, arguably two of the worst, although I don't know that it's arguably 
two of the worst. No, it's just they are. Uh, the creepiest, worst mascots. But you got to give them some points for being iconic. Because everybody knows what they look like. I think, yeah. But, I think so. But does that do the company a service or not for being so recognizable? Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with Jack. Okay. Um, he might be the worst for me. I think he edges out the king just a little bit. When you talk about a clown being creepy, this is that. <laughs> this is the creepy factor, okay? Just a face that does not move. This one looks like Which something is both that's of going- these. It, there is a human person inside of this just wearing this on their head. Like, if this was a serial killer, if this yeah. was on Criminal Minds, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I would believe that he is a serial I would, killer. I would love, it may be out there, but I would love a YouTube short uh, short film about Jack in the Box as a creepy serial killer. Like, <laughs> just present it that way, dim lighting, him in a basement. Like, that would be hilarious to me. Uh, Jack Box. Is his name? Uh, ping pong head. If you if you have no idea what we're talking about, you can't picture him. Person in a suit. It's an actual person with wearing a black suit, red tie, big old ping pong for a head, a single line red smiley face, two blue circles for eyes. I don't even know what that is on his nose. Like just a. It it's like a carrot. That's black. <laughs> it's black. And then like a pointy sailor hat looking thing cocked off to the side that's yellow. Just staring into your soul. He is 6'8", weighs 190 pounds. His birthday is believed to be May 16th. He has a California driver's license. Uh, He was born on a cattle ranch in Colorado, later (laughs) moved to Southern California where he met his blonde wife, Cricket. An actual Cricket. They now have a young son named Jack Jr., and he is the CEO of Jack in the Box. Not in real life, thankfully. He ran for president in 1996. He beat out Bill Clinton, Bob Dole, and Dogbert <laughs> in a national independent virtual vote poll. Well, wait, hold on. He, he beat Clinton? Yep. Well, how did that work? Because Clinton was president. <laughs> I don't know. He graduated from Ball State University. Oh, my gosh. Reference to his ball-shaped head. He has an entire backstory. I'm going to give him props for actually yeah. creating this guy. Doing the work. A real life. Yeah. Um, you had to do that to make up yeah. for the way he looks. Absolutely did. Uh, yeah, it's just creepy. I remember, you know, I don't, again, don't watch a lot of commercials now, but I do remember him being in the commercials, and he was very sarcastic, very witty, dry. Uh, so, I mean, from a marketing standpoint, good job for them doing the work, making it funny. You know, they obviously are leaning into the joke a lot. But man, I wish they would have. Uh, I could have made it look better. Yeah, they could have done a little bit better. I think now they they must just embrace the hate and I, go with it. I guess I mean so. they're just leaning into it. I mean, I guess you know, this was you know this the company was founded in the 1950s, so I'm assuming like you know this is what like a little Jack in the Box popping out would look like. Um, but it, I think it's, I think it's the suit. I think it's the man. He's been used in advertising since 1994. Wow. Uh, then you have the King from Burger King. Yes. The Burger King. Also very, very creepy. I don't have stats on him, so I don't know if you do or not. I don't. I just have the, the iterations of the King. Okay. Over the years. It used to be way better. 
that one out there, that that middle one, middle one. That's that's the winner. Bring him back. Yeah, go that, on there and look. What year was that? I'm uh, trying to find it. Where did it go? I had it. Burger King. Uh, the only one I really remember is this newest iteration, the plastic face. Again, human body, real life person below it, and a face that does not move. That's a recipe for creepiness. I'm and it's sorry. An oversized head. It's very oversized. And they leaned into the creepy also. They do. They did some commercials where it was like a king would just stare at them and it, they made it look horrorish, especially around Halloween time. So, again, props to Burger King marketing department for at least leaning into it and being self aware. Uh, Burger King, though, does not have the advantage. You know, both of these restaurants, their food is also not great. <laughs> You said you love a Jack in the Box taco. Yeah. I think it's garbage. It's a trash taco. Burger King has the worst fries. Burger King, they used to be good. I stand by it. Early 2000s. I have said this on multiple podcasts, and GMM a couple of weeks ago backed up that fact through some of their polling, apparently. I knew that Burger King had the worst fries. Rhett and Link kept saying, oh, no, it's got to be mcdonald's no and i was like it, it's easily burger king easily burger king and it was yeah uh burger king fries now are just they're just the worst now they used again i stand by early 2000s mid 2000s uh they used to be pretty good they did something different and they decided to change it and made it worse but hands down all across the board burger king is probably gonna be last in most categories for me our favorite version of him. Do you see what is on that picture? Hey, look at that. 1971. 1971, man. What a what a year for mascots. It's, it's the year. What a year. Man, have a year. There must be something special about 1971. I guess I'm so. I'm telling you, there was a convention and some guy somewhere got really <laughs> rich convincing people man. to do this. Okay. You got anything else? I don't. About I, them? I'm, I'm ready to... To crown a king. Okay. Before we get to that, though, we're going to do a little feedback. We love hearing you talk about us. It's time for the best things about the best things. Want to hear your feedback on the show? Email feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to send a voicemail. Okay, you heard the lady. Go give us your feedback. Let us know uh, what we got right, what we got wrong, what your opinion is. Uh, if if we like what we hear, we'll read it. If uh, if we don't like it, then we will just not read it. <laughs> or we'll do like I did last week and go on a rant about it. That's also an option. Yes. Um, it's 2023. We need four stars this year. Is that right? Uh. Well, I, since it ends in a three, I was just thinking three stars. Oh, well, I don't want to go that low. Okay. Let's three just, and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, settle for four. Yeah. But, but really give us five. We're just kidding. <laughs> we want the five stars. We want the reviews. We want all that kind of stuff. Go do all the stuff everywhere. Uh, I'm trying to pull up uh, this feedback. We did uh, last, last week, we did the bracket on TV movie presidents. And you guys had some stuff to say about it over on oh, over man. on the TikToks uh, at Daffy Monkey fourteen twenty six. It's a great name. 
Uh, they said, I legitimately called every single one of these as you went through and agree 100%. Hey, which monkey uh, Daphne. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Uh, they agreed. Bartlett won our bracket last week. Uh, so do that. Uh, Hoffson one says W bracket. Uh, Whitmore and Bartlett are the goats. Man, just, we must've just nailed it. We got it. Uh, let's see. The notorious, uh, RCC said, this, I guess they typed this before they actually watched the full video. It said, Jed Bartlett better win or it's a useless list. 100% agree. Um, this one, I didn't even realize until after, after this person said it. But uh, at uh, Chublaka. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Chublaka, great username, by the way. Great username. Uh, says the fact that you agreed on every selection is impressive. I didn't realize we agreed on everything. Did we? Like we we queen sweep that bracket. Oh wow! We agreed on every single pick. That's rare for us. Yeah, we I, never do. That. I don't know if that's ever been done <laughs> in the history of the podcast. <laughs> we agreed. Uh, so thank you for the feedback. Uh, I had one. You had some. Yeah, I had one. Uh, this was Ange underscore from Knoxville. Okay said designated survivor i wanted that to be so good i can't even remember what happened to it but it could have been so good yeah i also have never seen 24 like craig thank you i think it i think i started it once (laughs) i don't remember what happened but i know i would like it yeah well thank you at least i'm not alone you and me we're the only two people probably on the planet who have not seen 24 yeah uh i agree though designated survivor had potential and it just went right off the cliff Mm -hmm. okay are we ready to bracket yes sir let's do it You want to be the best, you have to beat the rest. This is the Best Things Bracket. We are not very far from hearing that music with basketball it's, associated it's, to it. It's close. It's close. And hey, hogs trending upward. Just saying. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yep. Probably not. <laughs> we're, we're very realistic fans around here. <laughs> Ready to get my heart broke again. Yeah, I guess so. All right, Aaron, you get first pick. I get first pick this week? You get first pick, man. I had it last week. Woo! Who you want with your first pick? Oh! Should, should, there's part of me, uh, we both saw an article that said uh, <laughs> fast food mascots ranked on how they would do in a fight. Do you have a guess at who who would win in a fight? I didn't see that list. Okay. I didn't read through it. I did. Who would you pick to win in a fight? Oh, man. I... Part of me wants to say the king. Uh, but... I don't know. I'm going to say the king. You are correct, sir. Okay. <laughs> they said that it was the Burger King. Secondly, they put Tony the Tiger in there. Oh, okay. I mean, I would I would remove him from this conversation. Yeah, I would too. Then they went with Ronald McDonald at number three. I don't think he's number three. I don't think that's happening, uh-uh. no. Uh, then they put the subway mascot, and the picture won't even load. I don't know what the subway mascot <laughs> is. Is it Jared? Because <laughs> <laughs> people are just going to run away from him. <laughs> he's in jail, isn't he? He is in jail. Uh, he probably knows about fighting. I then. think he's serving like 60 years or something like that. Then they had Noid. Jack in the box, like I would put Jack in the box up there because I really feel like he is probably a sadistic. Uh, yeah, he, killer. again, he's a serial killer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, I'll put Harlan Sanders up there. 
I <laughs> get a shotgun out. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have Denny's mascot. I don't. Denny's has a. I'm so frustrated. Yeah, this that website none load. of the pictures loaded. So, Denny's has a mascot, and they I, think he could win no a fight. Idea. I gotta Google it now. Um, as I, m- I, as much as I would love to go that route with this bracket, uh, uh, it would do us a disservice. Oh, my gosh, what in the world it's is a that sausage? Is link? that a? But it looks like a turd. <laughs> it looks uh, like a turd with a fedora. <laughs> I would like to retroactively enter this into the worst category as well. Oh my like gosh. somebody. Okay. Like somebody was like, you know, I know a rat's pretty bad, but think about this. We could have a turd for the mascot. Oh, future Craig, when you're editing this, can you please put up a bad picture? That one's worth it to go. And if, if for some reason I forget later, you've got to Google it. Okay. Oh. You need to Google the Scott. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? That looks like something from that movie Sausage Party that came out a few years ago. Okay. Anyway, we're not doing a fight just because we want to be able to crown a best. So, Aaron, your first pick on the best mascot of fast foodum. Who it gonna be? I'm gonna take the Chick-fil-A cows. Oh man, that was I thought I was gonna get away with that. That's a good first pick. I'm going to take Hamburglar. Holy cow. Really? Yeah, I'm going high with him. Woo! That's nostalgia for me. Uh, Give me the Colonel. That's a good pick. That's a good, good pick. I should have went Colonel. Dang it. Should have went Colonel. Um, the people on Ranker are stupid, okay? Are they? <laughs> They've got Wendy ranked number two. Oh, wow. She wouldn't be in my top five, I don't think. I'm taking the Chihuahua. Good one. Good one. You know what we didn't mention in the worst? You remember this Quiznos little oh, creepy I little gremlin things? That just popped in my head. Quiznos had some creepy gremlin-y looking. They looked like they were trash underneath the counter. It looked like a yes, uh, uh, yes, yeah. bunnies. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who is your third one? I want. Uh, I just forgot. Oven mitt. I want oh, oven mitt. Oh man, that, man. Because I think oven mitt has the potential to be really, really good. Yeah, Arby's. I, I really I do. Absolutely agree with that. Man, you're 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 strong. You're looking really strong on this thing. I'm gonna take uh, with my third Wendy. Are you really? Uh, explain that one to me. Just iconic. I mean, just just from a purely iconic standpoint, and I'm running out of fast food mascots. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Uh, your, your last one. Okay. Ronald McDonald. Yeah, that was going to be my next one if you didn't get it. It would be a travesty if he did not make our bracket. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, man, this is this is a tough one for me. I think I'm going Caesar. I was I was hoping that he would make that. I think you're going to run away with this bracket. I do not like my choices. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not a fan of my choices. Maybe we agree for 
two straight episodes. <laughs> I want to fight for one of them. Okay. Uh, okay. First up, Chick-fil-A Cow versus Caesar. Three, two, one. Ooh. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Uh, Hamburglar versus Ronald McDonald. Ooh. So you, you've got the McDonald's matchup here. Yeah, you've got McDonald's. Um, all right, three. What, what, what is the question we're asking here? Which one's the best? Which one's the better mascot? Okay. I've got an opinion. I think we're going to disagree on this. Okay. Three, two, one. Hamburglar. Really? Yeah. Wow. I kind of wish that they would have made that the mascot, primary mascot, instead of Ronald. You can't, though. I mean, if you, if you went back in time and made that switch, how, how and you grew up with Hamburglar as the mascot, I don't know how that actually It would works, be like though. Tricks or Lucky Charms. Like, you know, always elusive, always wanting it and never succeeding. I think that would be the route you would take. Okay. Uh, Colonel Sanders versus Wendy. Three, two, one... Colonel Sanders. Colonel Harlan Sanders. My, my pen. I had it on uh, erase. Uh, fi- oh, this is a tough matchup. The Taco Bell Chihuahua versus Oven Mitt. This is tighter than I thought. Chihuahua versus Oven Mitt. Three, two, one. Oven, Oven mitt. mitt. Yeah, that's a good pick. I, and I agree. I think that it could make a comeback. I think it should. If you had to pick one of those to return, I think it'd be Oven Mitt, don't yes. you? Okay, Chick-fil-A versus Colonel Sanders. Oh, man. See, th- this hurts me because I feel like this could be the... <laughs> the battle the, of the, the final. This this is the final matchup. Yeah, it could uh, absolutely right. be. It is apropos that we have chicken beat chicken here. Uh, cows versus Colonel. Three, two... Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> like, count it from five. I'm oh still thinking. Gosh. I okay. don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, okay, five, I, feel, I feel good. Four, three, two, one. Cows. Okay. Hamburglar versus oven mitt. Three, two, one. Oven, oven mitt. I did not. When we started this episode, I didn't see oven mitt in the finals. A mascot that lasted two years. <laughs> We've got it here as the best, ma- but it's because of the of the way that Arby's marketing team and the executives mishandled this whole thing. Right. I feel like alone, you and I yeah. have have given Oven Mint life because fresh life. He was he was amazing. He was funny. He was hilarious, uh, and he makes me want to eat a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, let's go. Well, we got a decision. Chick-fil-A cows versus the Arby's roast beef, or not Arby's roast beef, Arby's oven mitt mascot. Tough call. Are we going to continue the oven mitt Cinderella story? Three, two, one. Moo. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I like all that build up for the Deleuze. <laughs> uh, no, he, he's right where he needs to be. I agree. Yeah, ne- next somebody needs to capitalize on what we're saying, and if we rerun this in a year, and they do exactly what we've said, and they listen to our other ideas that we're going to come up with, and yeah. they look at our storyboards, because <laughs> we're going to give him a backstory. He's going to exactly. have graduated from somewhere, yes. have a family, and all these other things, and then he's going to be great. And there's going to be a national oven mitt day at Arby's. If you come in wearing an wearing oven, mitt, oven mitt, yeah, wear an oven mitt. I don't know. Get 
Why are they so stupid that they've never thought of this? Now's the time, Arby's. Come on. This is and they're probably going to rip us off. <laughs> if we're lucky, we might get like, here's a free curly fry. <laughs> Just a single curly fry. <laughs> we walk into Arby's. Uh, we were the we brought the oven mitt back. Oh, here's your singular curly fry. And it's like not even one of those tight ones. It's just a loose one that looks like a normal fry. While you're at it, Arby's, <laughs> if I can influence your company on another thing, you, you took your pickles off of the bar where you could put pickles on did your they sandwich. Really? They did. And now they have it in the back. The last time I was in Arby's, I asked for pickles. And the manager and another person was like, I don't know if we can let you have those or not. They don't come on your sandwich. I was like, I can't just have some pickles. Wow. And they're like, ah, okay, we're going to go ahead and do it this one time. Like That's... it was, it's, it's like, and then they gave me three slices of pickle. I wanted a whole bowl of pickles to put on my sandwich, <laughs> but I got three slices of dill pickle. That used to be the, the newspaper I used to work at. The the there was an Arby's right next door. Yeah, and that would be my lunch, and I would go in there, and that was like the best part of going to Arby's is because they had the little condiment counter. Yeah, you had peppers and yeah, uh, you had the, the banana peppers and you, you all the different sauces. Yes. and that was the best part. Now they're guarding them like it's a Fort Knox. Goodness. Okay, but th- but they lost. They did lose. Chick-fil-A won. We haven't even mentioned the fact that, that they won the bracket. Uh, <laughs> it's because you know, we're still we're, we're admiring the Cinderella story. That's right, what it we is. Are. We know, are. The Cinderella story. The cows, the cows live on. They, hey, they are currently here. The cows came home. <laughs> okay. They, they've, they've made it into the corral. The cows live in a corral. I think that's what you call it. I mean, they, I'm a real rancher. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a real farm-like guy over here. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get me one of them Arby's 10-gallon hats and ride a cow. Or, or I don't guess you ride cows either. You totally do you? ride cows. You can tip them over. <laughs> Cow tipping. There we go. I'm going to do that in my 10-gallon oh my Arby's hat. Let's battle it. It may be the best thing today, but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the best thing battle. Okie dokie, we got a two-time defending champion Valentine's Day trip versus the Chick-fil-A Cows. <laughs> I think I know which one's going to win. <laughs> I don't really know that it's that close. but nope, we're gonna, sorry ladies. We're gonna count. <laughs> Three, two, one, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day trip. trip. Yeah, that one was a no-brainer there. We didn't have to spend a lot of time on that one. Three time. Oh, we're nearing the... Uh, getting there. I'm nearing that Hall of Fame. I didn't see that one coming, but it's sneaking up on us. Um, like a creepy Jackbox serial killer. <laughs> um, so, Chick-fil-A cows, you had your brief 14 seconds, and we didn't even talk about you that much. No. That <laughs> uh, we talked about the lovable uh, losers instead. My gosh. Okay. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, yeah. that's no. good. That's good. So good. Hey, uh, if you made it to the end of the episode, uh, you are uh, our friends. <laughs> I don't know. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only ones who actually ever get, and our moms, they, they get there. Well, your dad has some nice things to yeah, say occasionally. He's yeah. like, hey, you know, I listen to you guys when I'm driving. Hey, so. listen, every episode, Lauren ignores it. <laughs> she does. <laughs> She's never listened. My wife time. was listening to it. She was texting me the other day. We were really? apart, and she was like texting me. She was like, uh, I forget something that happened funny on the last episode. <laughs> oh, it was my. Uh, we should remember it. It's rare that something funny happens. It was. Uh, I was like, I know I was there. I, I said it. <laughs> She's like texting me play by play of what's happening on the podcast. I'm like, I actually lived this moment. 
<laughs> I'm from the past. Also. I'm from the past, but I better not run off one of our uh, listeners. Oh, <laughs> uh, we still. Oh man, we got to do a comedians episode soon. Yeah, that was a or bigly a reference that we. Or it's I'm from the future. Also, I'm from the future. Also, oh my gosh. Okay, well that'll do it then for today. Go eat some fast food at some point. I need to lay off the fast food if I'm being honest. Yeah, this this kid coming has got me eating junk. Yeah. Is that, did you did you notice that or did y'all do better than um, we did? <laughs> man, I I can't even remember two months ago. <laughs> that was that was like two years ago. That's true. <laughs> okay, that'll do it for the best things. I'm Craig. I'm Aaron. <laughs> Move. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you're listening now. And remember, connect with us on the socials at Best Things Pod, and you may hear your take on an upcoming episode.